Okay, I don't have a noise this week. We just insert Nika screaming really loudly because Splatoon's here, and then it will just suffice for that, okay? <laughs> What's going on, everybody? We are back again. The No Cooldown boys are back for yet another installment of the No Cooldown podcast. We're at episode 1919. You know what I'm saying? Well, well into legal territory, which is crazy. You can be tried as adults, so we're going to keep it, you know, as calm as we possibly can out here. But uh, we here, man. Went easy. What's going on with you this week, dog? Um, you know, can't complain, can't complain. Uh, had a pretty, pretty solid week. Um, some pretty big news. I didn't think this week was actually going to be as as crazy as it was, but uh, so we got some pretty, pretty good things cooked up for you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, like a lot of good stuff. Good stuff apparently spread out, bro. Yeah. I streamed in the middle of a week, like a weekday. I'm like, I don't do that no more. What is this? If you were like, yo, who is this? They hit me with a Chris move. Is this a fake video? Head ass? Like, uh, but uh, you know, it's a, it's different, man. It's different. Looking like a good weekend. And we got a lot of news to cover, but we had a couple things to warm up with. First, of course, you know how we do. So you ready, sir? I am ready. Let's get this money. Let's get it. So uh, first and foremost, with the Overwatch 2 beta coming in the next week, we're starting to get some trickles of gameplay showcasing all the new changes that are coming to characters and different looks at the latest build. Now, we saw a creator by the name of Car Q jump on this early, showcasing some uh, changes to Orisa and Doomfist change to a tank main. So, I mean, there's a lot of news coming through. You know, uh, you know, I mean, so it's it's uh, it's Overwatch now. I know uh, a certain someone in this chat, I'm not going to name names, <laughs> when Easy dropped a real banger video about a potential, you know, Overwatch competition. And I, I just want to know, man, what you feeling about, you know, these Overwatch 2 changes? What's going on? So with me, I'm realizing like, so I made the Gundam video and literally like after the Gundam video, I finally like broke down and went and checked out all the information that was coming out on Overwatch 2. Because it was like blowing up my timeline, but I didn't like pay too, too much attention because at the end of the day, uh, for me to say that this game is going to be good, I have to play it myself. But from what I have seen, uh, Overwatch 2, it's, it might be different enough that it doesn't necessarily have to compete with Gundam. Um, mm. they, changed the, they changed it from a 6v6 to a 5v5. Uh, a, lot of that, a lot of the characters got a, a rework. Not a lot of them, but like very significant characters like the tanks got reworks. It's a very interesting time right now for, for Overwatch. I think that they've changed enough to be pretty solid in terms of like going up against Gundam. But right now, if it was like Overwatch one compared to Gundam, I think Gundam would have to take the cake because it just does a lot of things differently in a way that makes all the characters fun to play. Whereas like if you're playing Overwatch, sometimes you got to play a character you don't like because you need that on the team. But with mm-hmm. the changes that they've made, I don't know. It's it's looking like a really good time to be a fan of shooters. He, the hero shooter genre is definitely looking a little bit more robust these days. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, I, I I can't lie to you, man. They trying to they trying to top up. I saw some of these changes. Like, I mean, Doomfist actually looked pretty cool. Like the way he changed Doomfist his tank. Oh my god, that's like, the best thing to happen. It's it's kind of wild, but like, yo, he can actually launch himself as a projectile. He has like good charges on like his on some of his moves. And, like, I'm seeing this mechanic pop up a lot more. I'm not sure if it was present in Overwatch 1, but, like, the knockback damage. Like, if you hit him close enough to a wall, it'll take extra damage and, like, they'll be slowed or they'll be stunned off of a wall hit. So, I'm like, yeah. you know, they're, they're playing really close to the spatial awareness in maps. I think it could be a really cool mechanic. I'm not sure. Again, I'm not sure if it was in Overwatch 1. It was. So, okay. uh, Doomfist in Overwatch 1 was a problem. Mm. at times so he was very much uh like in gundam barbados which was like the combo character mm-hmm. in that game where they were like hit you with one move and by the time you're able to react you're already dead 
Mm -hmm. um he had movement similar to this but i feel like now his movement is more it, it has more of a purpose because he was basically your assassin he would jump in there hit you with the with the abilities and mm -hmm. then like you would you'd be you'd be up out of there but like if he hit you with a charged punch and you hit a wall if it was a fully charged punch a lot of characters died with one hit like a lot Dang. of characters would just because it, it's just so it does a lot of damage but you're stagnant and you're it's a big audio cue like this you're nobody if they see you charging it up you're done you're gonna get shot up mm. but now that he's a tank it changes things a lot one for me as a tank main i can actually play the character because back in the day dps cues were horrendous but he looks really good as a tank his move his abilities i feel like were changed in the proper way for his new role um from what i've seen so far people were saying that he's gonna be a top contender uh, in the tank role, people are saying that he's going to be a really, really strong pick. And it's very interesting to see because he got uh, collision-based abilities. Orisa was another mm -hmm. tank. She has a lance that when it hits, when it connects to the wall, it also does a lot more damage. Yep. It's interesting to see the differences that they're making with this game. I'm really, really excited because it doesn't look like Overwatch 1. And honestly, I think that that's a really good thing because I feel like we need to move away from it. There are certain things, though, that I'm not too, still too big a fan of. I'm just going to have to mm -hmm. see for myself. Yeah. But... Overall, it's looking it's looking better than what I thought it was going to look like before. Fingers crossed that we get the beta and I can do a full rundown on my opinions on both games, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. 100%, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out in time, man. But for now, you know what I'm saying? Being the, being the hater in training that I am, uh, Gundam Evolution all day, baby, until I hear <laughs> otherwise. Let's go. <laughs> Let's I go. feel that. I feel that. Uh, all right, man. Let's move on to the next one, man. So, uh... I definitely think we should have probably had Negs on for this uh, segment, but we—he's here in spirit. He's here in spirit. He's always here in spirit. Facts. That's, that's a fact, though. <laughs> that's what a hater and trainer comes from. But no, for real though, uh, we finally got some noise back from the Splatoon team over Splatoon Three. So they showcased a new trailer earlier today, showing off Turf War gameplay and a whole bunch of uh, fresh stuff sprinkled throughout the whole trailer. It's set to drop September twenty second, twenty twenty two, and the Nintendo people are ready to splat again, man. It's, it's open season right now. People are people are loving. The trailer they're so they're taking it in i've seen a couple that you know new things like a bow uh what'd you, what'd you make of this trailer man um so since both of us are we we are we're friends with me just but he he has not showed us the platoon ways yet <laughs> yeah we're gonna i'm gonna try to convince him to get a, a platoon boot camp for us one of these days because i think it would be for hilarious real? especially if the third one comes out that would be such a funny day oh, uh, yeah. but um the, the trailer actually looks pretty sick. The game actually looks new, even though I don't think they really did anything to the graphics. It just looks like super polished for some reason. Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, okay, this feels yeah. like this feels like next no, gen kind of. Um, I play a bit of Splatoon like on my free time. Turf War is always fun. The new like the new the thing is that like I'm so not versed with the the space that like these items these all those weapons are basically new to me. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know that that. In the regular Splatoon 2, those are like abilities attached to different weapons, but it looks really fun. I hope, I really, really hope that they did something about the internet because I know that the lag I heard is a big issue uh, yes. in Splatoon. But it looks really, really good. Like it looks really fun. Again, the hero shooters are really coming out. Uh, they're really, they're really out here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like all the fun, wacky shooters are making mm -hmm. a play this year. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it's like the the alternative the alternative shooter part. The alternative shooter games are again they're, they're making a strong push, man. And I think it yeah. comes at a right time where you know games like the, the usual big three, the Halos, the uh, Battlefields, they're not usually hidden. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like other other joints are kind of focused on okay, being like you know more towards Elden Ring and third person action. There's been a little bit of a gap for first first person shooter or, or shooter games in general, honestly, and making yeah. that making that you know that that stands and kind of filling that hole uh, in, in terms of the industry and where where games have been going. And you know, again with Gundam Evolution, you see with uh, Overwatch Two possibly making its head, you know, it, it's you know its, its presence known. And with Splatoon Three, it's like okay, listen, they're trying to really you know again push that. Push that need and push that demand that that might be you know missing from the gaming industry at current. So the interesting thing is, is that last year we were waiting for all these shooters to come out. Like last mm-hmm. year, we were like, "Yo, the new Halo, the new the new Battlefield, like all this stuff was coming out." And we were like, "Oh man, shooter! It's gonna be a great time for shooters." It is mm-hmm. April. I'm not playing Battlefield. I'm not playing Halo. I'm still playing Apex, and I just started playing Fortnite. Mm-hmm. So it's like all these things that all the shooters that we thought we were going to be playing right now, they didn't even make it out. So hopefully Overwatch and, and Splatoon and Gundam, they capitalize on this on this breath of fresh air that they have because we still have yet to hear anything about Call of Duty. So they might have a really good head start for this coming year. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, that's a fact. That's a fact. And again, dropping at a really advantageous time, the, the end of summer, beginning of the fall, September 22nd, before any major things drop, to my knowledge, I, I think the earliest you've seen probably like Call of Duty or uh, Battlefield is like October. Halo probably drops yeah. a little bit earlier, but Halo's not dropping any new game anytime soon. It's just going to be content, like small yeah. DLC drops. So, again, Splatoon could be a, a real, real big splash, you know, depending on, again, how the reception is. And this timing seems right. Uh, seems that stuff are lining up, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. For sure. Uh, and lastly, uh, for the warm-up, uh, real, real uh, direct in, in connection with some other news that we heard this week, which we will get to later in the trailer trove. Crystal Dynamics are looking to bring the thunder with the announcement of the mighty Thor, Jane Foster, as the next playable hero. Now, it's not coming soon. It's not going to be the next update. But they did announce that it will be coming at some point down the line after some updates. Uh, it's on the way. We gotta get, we're going to get Jane Foster as Thor in uh, Marvel's Avengers. So my one question Will this bring back the buzz for Marvel's Avengers? Honestly, I thought the game was over. <laughs> like, oh my I, day, I, I didn't know they were still doing things for that game. I thought we were done. Um, no, like, I, I'm, <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> Who's really sitting here? Like, ah, man, you know what this game needs? <laughs> the female Thor. Like, no, the game needs a better game. Like, the, the whole game is not good. <laughs> No, adding another character isn't gonna isn't gonna change that. I'm sorry. Like, uh, what is like best case scenario? Best case scenario, uh, Jane Foster Thor is the best, coolest, most fun character to play. Not all four of us can play her at the same time. Only one person is gonna be having fun for this entirety of the game. I'm sorry. It's not wrong. Pack it up. Just pack it up. Just just pack it up. Like we're we're done. We're good. Like just pack it up. <laughs> like we don't need anything more from you. We we you've done enough. Hey. All I want to say is, and that's all we got for the warm up. Thanks, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate that. Let's go to the main topics for today. <laughs> Let's get into the main topics for the day, man. Oh, man. First and foremost, wow, 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 wow. We've heard a lot from the Netflix brand over the past week, and needless to say, they're getting hounded for a whole host of recent decisions, discoveries, and happenings across the land. Uh, To run down the list here, uh, we got Netflix canceling several anticipated animated series and having reported creative constraint 
over uh, oncoming show developers, uh, including the Mona, a Bone comic comic adaptation, which was in development for years now. People were really excited for it. Toil and Trouble and more shows. And they were apparently holding all animated projects to the standard of Boss Baby in terms of production and numbers. Secondly, they're opening up development lines for ad-based subscription tiers within the platform after a long-standing exclusion of that feature from Netflix. And lastly, after the first loss of subscribers in God knows how long, 200k subscribers dropped dropped out in Q, uh, Q1. They are, they are set to lose over 2 million subscribers in Q2, and they're receiving a massive knock to their stock price as of late. So, damn, one, and two, when, what's going on with Netflix, man? What's going on with them? Um, lack of good content is really, I think, what really brings it, it kind of like comes down to, the issue is, is that Netflix has to compete with Hulu, which is owned 40, like 40% of Hulu, or I think more than that at this point, uh, is owned by Disney. Disney. So Disney mm-hmm. owns like a big amount of Hulu. They have a lot of money to, to get shows on. On top mm-hmm. of that, they make money off of advertisements because they have ads in it so it's it's a money maker so they have a lot of money to throw around when you really when it really comes down to the itty bitty like the gritty of it um the only way netflix could compete was with really good original programming because they can't it's their programming so hulu can't pay to have it or whatever and even if they did they'd still be making money that's the 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 issue is that netflix just isn't making good enough shows to fight capitalism is what i think is coming down (laughs) to and that's why we saw like the, the prices go up and people are not happy about it because you raise the prices and now people are looking at it like, hmm, is, is Good Moms or whatever that show is called good enough to validate mm. this price increase every month? Like, mm. really think about it. What was the last show that you watched on, like the last show I watched on Netflix was The Ultimatum. Before that, mm. it was it was quiet. And the fact is like, I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. I'm not paying $20 a month to watch The Ultimatum neither. Like I'm not, it's just nice. not that good of a show. So I think the ad-based subscriptions, even though it's kind of shocking, I think it'll actually be a good thing because I'll, I wouldn't pay $20 a month to watch commercial free ultimatum, but seven bucks, maybe a month or two to catch up on some shows or whatever. Yeah, I don't see why not. Like that's what a lot of people did with Hulu at first is they were like, they'd get Hulu for like a month or two, watch a few shows before they had like the catalog that they do now. And now it's going to be Netflix's turn is what it's looking like. It's like, you might become the free to per you might become the secondary. Cause there's just not a lot on the, on the platform, especially with everybody else coming out with their own platforms. Like you just, there's just not enough money to go around anymore. There's just, there's a lot of stuff, you know, going around here. And for Netflix, I think a part of this is self-inflicted wounds. Yep. Uh, there's a point where they had to understand that with their stock price getting bigger and more stiffer competition with different services coming through, that they have to one top load with original content and two add features that people actually want. And again, be a profitable model in the right ways. Now they're looking for cost cutting solutions and, and things where they can shave down a little price here doing that externally. They're placing that on the customer instead of figuring out places internally where they can probably cut out some things. Maybe they are, but the majority of what we're seeing here, their their hunt for um, putting down password sharing, that's also another big one that happened over the past couple of weeks. Their huge-ass witch hunt that they're starting up to get rid of password sharing or reduce it greatly, is that's been happening. Uh, I believe we did mention it in the past here on the podcast. You know, they're trying to you know root that out to get some money back. They're trying to, again, raise prices to, to get more from subscribers off to the same level of content. And they're trying to add some ads, they're trying to put ads in. Now, of course, that it might lower the price of the self-subscription, but now you're kind of going against the base model that you 
that you you know you offered that yeah. you were kind of promising customers it's like you're switching up why why are you changing up now so yeah for me all of their solutions that that have been massively broadcasted so far look to a sense of how can we put this on the customer to get more off of them instead of how can we again refine our process internally for one and provide more value to customers that justify us doing some of these things like the prices and whatnot because yeah. i mean listen i'm excited for stranger things i'm sure everything stranger things season four there's like a couple of things you know that are there I, I like but there's not enough to like make me say hey yo out and out i will choose you over another platform like 100 there's nothing there there's nothing there that makes me say i i'm a loyalist to to, to um to netflix especially with the future on looking see you see how amazon's been moving they've been they've been per, they've been purchasing projects left right and center and they're top loading their content like crazy for the future now they're they're probably like probably like what fourth place at this point behind uh, probably four yeah but yeah, yeah fifth fifth maybe fourth fifth you know like again netflix tulu disney plus and hbo like yeah like a like a like a fifth or sixth you know what i'm saying like but they're still they're top loading stuff to move forward and they have a niche set of projects that get people on the platform you know what i'm saying like, mm-hmm. I don't see Netflix moving to this sense. And on to this first point we were talking about, especially on the animated studios front, if you wanted to top load your stuff with content, why are you erasing and why are you getting rid of and canceling projects that people, one, people anticipate, you know what I'm saying? Two, could bring in a lot of money that you don't know exactly the potential, uh, potential for. And three, basing it off of probably one of the most, like, you know, weirdly commercially successful you know projects whatever why are you basing everything on boss baby that's also my question why are you basing everything on boss baby dog because nothing is nothing should be entirely based off boss baby i'm gonna keep the stack with you i'm no rocket scientist but okay maybe it did a lot of numbers that's cool but not everything is going to be based in that format like they want everything to be modeled after that like it's not going to go down that way and and again you see it you see it tied to another issue if there's no immediate commercial impact that has like a level of a boss baby or something like that or a major show, they ax it right there season one. Cowboy Bebop, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to say, what is it? The Get Down. Like there's so many, so many shows and original content that were so, that, you know what I'm saying, that were, quali- that were quality and people wanted to see or at least wanted to see further more of. And then they just get cut right off at the kneecaps because you didn't want, you know, anything. And side note, I'm not giving any revisions history to Cowboy Bebop because it wasn't that crazy. But I'm speaking more to the get down, but you know what I'm saying? Like you didn't give anybody oh, did. a chance to even flourish as a, as a yeah. platform. You didn't even get your, your original content, any chance to flourish. It's either Hey, listen, you, we won't, we won't even give you the chance to seek or sink or swim like that. If you don't hit this certain level immediately, it's a wrap for you. And I think yeah. that also contributes to the fact that, Hey, listen, you're, you're making so many, you know, scary shows. How many, how many iterations of the ultimatum and you know what I'm saying? The circle can you make before it gets yeah. real boring and dry? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, there's so much stuff here and again diving even deeper people the creators on this side that are coming into netflix studios they're like hey listen we thought we come in with a lot of creative freedom and then we had some stuff to work with here but you're kind of boxing us in a little bit people are saying they're getting boxed in by netflix producers and netflix higher-ups to make something that they probably don't want to make and everything is just pointing to the sign of netflix has really stopped thinking about or, or stop focusing on or making priority the quality of product and the customer experience and that's what's causing them to get huge stock stock blows that's what that's what's causing all these 200k to projected 2 million uh, 2 million people drops in subscribers and that's what's causing all this movement to other platforms i'm telling you it, it's 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 like i i don't i'm not i'm not actually never i'm not going to compare it to anything specifically i'm just going to say this if there's certain issues that hbo max needs to fix 
It's just that you know the UI certain experiences and keep keeping to promote that content that they're making that's first party that's their original stuff. If they fix up certain issues, they on your ass. Netflix like it's it's a wrap. Disney Plus been on your ass because they got so many original shows, the MCU, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Hulu has got so many included packages. It's on your ass because it has syndicated content and it has sports, it has so many different avenues. If Netflix can't realize the fact that they need to focus on creating hard hitting you know, first-party content that's native to their platform, first and foremost, and again, create a user experience that justifies the any price hike or any move, people are going to automatically say, yo, what's the point of me even staying here? You know what I mean? I feel like people, again, customers would be, they'd be able to justify the purchase if you had something to stand on. But right now, it looks like the pipeline's kind of dry and like it's not as substantial. Like, listen, after Stranger Things season four, what well, what are we getting? You know what I'm saying? What's what's going on? Yeah. I can make a new email, do a free trial, and just watch these shows right here real quick and then leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it's it's a lot of stuff here. But I know Netflix people have been people have been calling it for a little bit now. They're like, yo, listen, they're they're a couple moves away from getting their ass hawked. Like they're getting hawked by HBO Max. They're getting hawked by Disney Plus, and it looks like it's this is like the first kind of big shot her around the world of Netflix is uh it's not the market leader it once was or it's not going to be in the future. Competition will yeah. be a lot closer than it thinks. Yeah. Mm-mm, man. I, I completely agree. Facts. And uh, allegedly, I'm not getting rid of the password I found. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't prove shit. Yeah, facts. You can't you can't say nothing, bro. And I will be watching Stranger Things one way or another. <laughs> well let's move on man let's 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 keep pushing forward uh i'm gonna just make i'm gonna just be clear with this statement right here all right if there's anybody that's trying to make it in the in-game cosmetic race and like stake a stake a claim for themselves just pack it up give it up don't do it anymore just stop it's fine fortnite got it from here they got the they got the crown title they are they are the best so in this rate in this latest round of collaborations and just in-game inclusions we got two heavy hitters bruh First and foremost, we got Moon Knight, which is white hot right now. No pun intended because of the white. Because, uh, he, I mean, he dropped episode four out of six. You know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff is going crazy. Moon Knight's real hot in the streets. And the Wu-Tang Clan. The RZA, the Jizza, the uh, Inspector Deck, you got all them, bro. What? They got the Wu-Tang Clan and Moon Knight. So, again, going into specifics, for Moon Knight, you got the Moon Knight skin, the Mr. Knight skin, and then you got a pickaxe that's actually the two crescent knives that just kind of hit some shit, which is dope. That's actually pretty dope. And then for Wu-Tang, you got a whole set. You got a new uh, loading screen. You got, uh, you, I'm about to say, man, I'm about to drop this whole story. The, the Wu-Tang Clan ain't the, what, what, like, you got, the, you got that, you got that as a, as an emote. You have so many skins, pickaxes, um, gliders, uh, so much spray, I think sprays, a uh, whole bunch of skins. Like, bro, all right. I don't want to sound too excited over this, but like, yo, Wu-Tang is for the children, bro. Wu-Tang is for the children. And they there, bro. They in Fortnite. That's kind of crazy for me to even fathom. But when? Talk about it, bro. What's going on? Bro, I, I like, really just don't know. Like, I really don't expect shit from them anymore because I just can't understand. Like, like I never, again, if you would have asked me, I feel like every week we do this, this same scenario. If every you would have asked me, I was going to be playing a, a shooter with that that is collabed with Wu-Tang, 
I'd be like, no, like, why would that be in a, like they had their own video games? They cared about video games. Yeah, but I was like, mm -hmm. like, I didn't think we were going to see Wu-Tang in anything for a long ass time. I thought that like, this is this is pretty dope. I'm a huge Wu-Tang fan. <laughs> Bro, they um, even got the Wu wear. They even got the Wu wear on the skin. They got the Wu wear. And like the emote, I think has, and the thing is, in the game they have licensed music, so there, there's gonna be yes. music in the game. Like that's yes. pretty sick, bro. Oh man, it's pretty nuts. Uh, shout out to shout out to Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> the moon, even though, and again, the Moon Knight skin is also pretty dope. I saw it yesterday, and I was like, damn, this is pretty clean. Like, it's fuck, lit. dude. Like, I really, I really want to hate. Like, you can't hate this game anymore. You it's can't. pretty cool. It's pretty fucking cool. I'm not gonna lie, like. The the last the last vestige, honestly, for me to hate on this game was having all building. And now the fact that they had no building as a permanent yeah. mode, there's nothing else. I, I mean, you can you can you can you can make the claim like, oh yeah, they 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 still they still killed uh what's the name? They still killed uh what um what is it called? Paragon. They still killed Paragon, but oh, yeah, predecessors pred 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 out there, predecessors out there, and this and it's still kind of good. There's uh, predecessors there. You know what I mean? It's like they're kind of they kind of didn't kill it. It's okay now. We're gonna go revisit his history. You know what I mean? Like they just gave it a new purpose. You know, it's just in the hands of somebody who'll take care of it now. You know, don't worry about it. It's a pretty cool. Like I mean, like like I was just sitting here like it's really hard because I I did love Paragon, but I'm now I'm just thinking like how much fun did I really have on Paragon? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. Nah, I, had a, I, I had fun on Paragon. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cap. I did have fun on I Paragon, Paragon, but still. But I'm right need, now. I'm not mad at Fortnite right now. It's facts, really hard. I, I actually need to go play predecessor. That's a whole nother point of itself. But in terms of Fortnite, man, like they are such a force when it comes to this type of stuff. And it's like, yo, this snowball only gets bigger. Like, I don't know who's bigger that they can get next. At this point, they got to get Drake. Like they got to get Drake to do a joint. If he hasn't done one already, they're going to Travis Scott. He has Drake music Ovi. in the game. Literally. There is there no, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a Drake skin, but he does there's, have music in the game. There's nobody. There's no. But there's nothing Fortnite can't touch right now. Honestly, the end game is they get. Well, actually, no. Let me not. I already touched end game. <laughs> yep. They. Yep. You're right. You're right. They already did. They already did. I'm like, they're just. They. They're. They're literally like. They're Midas, bro. They're King Midas. Everything. Every collab they touch turned to gold for real. Like I don't understand how consistent they get with this stuff. But whatever outreach team that they do to reach out to these brands and make it happen, they are immaculate. They deserve a raise because they are so consistent with these drops. It it makes no sense. It makes actually no yeah. sense. But yeah, man, consistent praise for Fortnite. Whatever thought I see today, bro. This is like nah, this is like I mean. a good it's like a good month and a half now of straight praising Fortnite. This is a weird space. Twenty twenty two is weird. I don't know what to tell y'all, man. But shout, shout out to Moon Knight. Shout out to the Wu-Tang Clan. Shout out to Wu-Tang Financial. You know what I'm saying? Diversify yeah. your bonds. And yeah, bro. I, I, I got to get back into it, man. I might play some this weekend, honestly. Yeah, Holy yeah. Hell. Uh, man, uh, moving on to a smaller story, which actually was also uh, there. You know, in collab news, we're trying to, you know, <laughs> people are trying to catch up. <laughs> people are trying to do their thing. So we got Call of Duty on this side. Uh, it seems that the island of Caldera is going to the Kaiju. As Vanguard players are going to uh, get Operation Monarch on May 11th, which could see the entire lobby fight and or witness the Godzilla versus Kong fight in 4K. So apparently, the, again, monsters, the kaiju are roaming the island. I, I don't know what drops are going to be involved in yet. We haven't got much details, but apparently King Kong and Godzilla are coming to Caldera in Call of Duty uh, Vanguard, Call of Duty Warzone, whatever you want to call it. Uh, what do you feel about this, man? What's going on? Cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm like, yeah, bro. I'm, it's not Wu Tang, bro. I'm sorry, it's not yeah. Wu Tang. It's, 
it's not a Travis Scott like performance, you know, like, like, it's just like, like, this is cool. Like, this is cool that Call of Duty is like, the thing is, it's so hard because it's like, they're like so old. It feels like, it feels yes. like the people working at Call of Duty are like 80 years old at how slow they're moving to things. It's like, the- you have, like, you have Fortnite's doing all these crazy events for their communities. Um, you don't even really see it in Apex as much either. But like you have like these big in-game events that everybody loves. Like it's just a big event. Like when Fortnite deleted itself. Like there's so many crazy things. But Call of Duty kind of has just been the same game. I feel like for a long time. So like now we're gonna see like a big kaiju fight. That's pretty sick. But like how it really depends. I need to see the execution. Because if everybody yeah. drops in and all they see is like a big screen and they're just watching the movie, I'm gonna laugh. Nah, you know I, I, don't, I don't. I don't think it'd be that. Now I remember there was like a, an event where they shot something. I, I think they were shooting like a, a giant blimp. I think it was to reveal the next Call of Duty. I think it might have been Vanguard, but it was in Warzone, and they were kind of shooting at this blimp, and they had like a whole train. I don't know. And that's what it was. They were shooting an armored train, and everybody was kind of like involved in shooting this thing as it went along to different areas. It was shooting back at people. It was killing people. They have some capacity to make it actually very interactive. So if you have, if you can put, you know, Godzilla and King Kong at certain points in the map or, you know, put their footprint somewhere. You can be able to shoot at one or shoot the other and, you know, pick a side in the lobby. That would actually be a pretty cool, you know, way to turn it out uh, for me. I think it'd be really cool. Uh, Again, to me, not at the level as Fortnite because Fortnite is in a class of their own at this point. But this could be cool. This could be cool. It could be cool. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Yeah. I I just got to see them do it is really what it comes down to. Facts. What the execution is going to be. If it's like a 100-player PvPVE but you're facing a giant ass kaiju then i don't mind it but if it's just you watching it in the distance for like you know maybe five minutes i don't know how i feel about that yeah mm-hmm. yeah man it's wild it's wild but yeah let's let's slide on to the next story uh wow interesting in court according to bloomberg reports sega is gearing up to invest a lot of cash into the reboots for two major series from the past that being crazy taxi and jet set radio so this seems to coincide with the first push in the Super Game Initiative from Sega, which aims to expand revenue streams and online community presence and joins a rumored Sega FPS game in this first wave of titles. Now, with the alleged plans to release the new Crazy Taxi revamp in the next two to three years, we could see some classics coming back. Now, I got a couple questions for you. You know what I'm saying? What you thinking about this? And I mean, do you, you, you see the kind of the change of how people are trying to model themselves after like the, this Fortnite model again? I've mentioned Fortnite for like the third time. Yeah. How do you see this? How you see this type of this initiative stuff changing for Sega? I mean, like Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio, are both really good games. Um, I would love to see. May, I don't even know about reboots because i like the games a lot but i don't know how they would stand stand the test of time these days because it's very Mm. very, they're very simple games so unless it's unless it's mobile i don't know how people are really going to take it um because like if you have like again like if you give a Fortnite kid this game are they going to enjoy themselves for driving around picking people up and dropping people off that's what Mm. i like crazy taxi but i'm also like kind of i have an old soul i guess yeah um radio is such a good game that's just nuts i think that would be an awesome game to reboot because we don't have really a Tony Hawk presence. And I feel like that was really the only thing that can compete with this game. This could be like nuts. Mm-hmm. I would love a reboot of uh, Jet Set Radio. I would like a re a remaster of Crazy Taxi personally, me. But mm-hmm. I don't know. They could, they could do something crazy. Um, yeah. I don't really like building towards free to play because we're just not free to play. Just isn't like having a bunch of companies doing free to play 
the way that free to play wants you to pay for these games because like let's be honest mm. they want to get money out of us um it's just not really sustainable because yeah. they're gonna think that oh we're making free games so we can make as many free to play games as we want and people are gonna play it or whatever like this that's not how this works there's only there's mm. only a certain amount of money in the world your game will actually be free for a lot of people because a lot of people ain't gonna spend a battle pass on a sega game when they're already paying for apex call of duty like there's a lot of battle passes in the world right now we don't have that we only have a finite amount of money for these battle passes um i think free to play has just become i don't even know if it's necessarily a fortnite thing because fortnite has been making money off it but i think free to play is just becoming a thing because they're realizing that it's easier for a kid to download a game on their playstation play it, and then ask their mom for 20 bucks maybe 15 bucks yeah, a month barrier. yeah the beard for like yeah, like it's easier for them to ask for 20 bucks for something in the game that they like than it is for them to ask their parents for a $60 game in yeah. like one month. So they're doing this more to make some money, but I don't like free to play taking over everything because mm. I'm a grown adult. I'm not trying to like as a person who can afford $60 for a full game. I don't want shit to be locked behind a wall. You know, like I want to pay. I'd rather pay 60 bucks and have all my shit right there in front of me as opposed to like every month or so i have to pay 10 10 15 dollars like it's, it's kind of ass mm -hmm. no you're not wrong you're not wrong and again i feel like everybody everybody's seen fortnite and everybody's a little bit jealous of the revenue streams that they've been able to get consistently so i think they're trying to use again major franchises like this and classics kind of cult classics like this and make a lane or to at least test experiment on if they can make an online community that is consistent that is you know engaging and that can milk a lot of money out of the user base and it's weird how would i mean i could see how jet set radio can be implemented into like a free-to-play online you know online world or an online game uh in in a sense but i would rather just be kind of a standalone own thing but uh apparently a, car, a part of this uh super game initiative everything is trying to be geared towards making it you know online free-to-play and uh, a consistent funnel of different, you know, smaller purchases that, you know, are more consistent for Sega. And I'm like, uh, for the business side of it, whatever you're trying to do, what you're trying to do. But I mean, for the game experience, if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. So if you're Jet Set Radio and like, it's not maybe, you know, it, it, it's not, it's not like the best thing to put like, you know, okay, put people in the map, make them do different objectives from here and there, but you can have different cosmetics and da, 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 da. Like, I don't know how that would come off necessarily. You know what I'm saying? I think that would be, that would be better as like a flat rate 60 purchase or a flat rate 40 purchase. And then you just let yeah. that be, you know what I'm saying? It's own its own thing. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they'd have to find the right lane of, uh, of sense and uh, relevance. It's like the FP, like the FPS title that they're working on. That seems fair to make a, 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 a you know, a, a free to play in that type of vein. Because I mean, FPS is like an apex, like a Fortnite. That's more along that that line, but using a franchise like Crazy Taxi or Jet Set Radio, which is like getting really precious to people and kind of that standalone experience, it might be weird to translate into a free to play online joint with you know microtransactions and different things in there. It's it's a very sensitive thing to play with. So I mean, Sega seems like they're dead set on doing some type of project with this in the Super Game Initiative. So I just say trade carefully because people really revere these, you know, these franchises in a, again, a, in a cult classic type of way. So if you mess with it too much and it becomes real gimmicky, that's, that's where people are going to turn on you, dog. So I would say tread lightly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%.
All right, all right. But yeah, now nah, I do want to see Crazy Taxi and Jester Radio back in some format. Yeah, I, 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 I actually do. I actually do. I'm about Such to say. Such a good game. Such a freaking good game. It, don't even get started on the music. That shit. Mwah. All right. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole nother joint. But yeah, let's see. Best of luck on that. Fingers crossed, Sega. We going to see you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as we draw closer to the glorious day that is May 3rd, we now have an official trailer for the new Halo Infinite Season 2 Lone Wolves drop featuring new game modes that are being added to the rotation featuring Land Grab which has three neutral zones and when all three zones are capped new zone spawns so it's kind of like a rotating domination slash hardpoint type of style of game uh, last Spartan standing 12 player FFA free for all on uh, on big team battle maps you have five respawns and a weapon upgrade path which each kill and the grand return of King of the Hill it is now back alongside a non-expiring battle pass, new maps, and LTE events. Uh, Halo really might have a path back to care, recapture the fans, man. What's going on? Um, maybe. It seems cool. Like <laughs> I like I like the season two stuff. Um, I is it a little too late? Maybe as it is. Like I might have to re-download this game because I definitely don't have it installed. Mm-hmm um some people will feel the same way truthfully because they're gonna be like damn do i want to do what did i really enjoy halo that much some people will go come back some people won't they might just they might have gotten sucked back into apex or whatever mm-hmm. um i think this is a i'm happy to see that they're not giving up on the game though i'm really happy to see the new content i'm the 12 player free-for-all mode sounds fun i'm happy that it's not i'm happy that they didn't add a battle royale like i really am against adding those into certain type of games yeah but this season season two looks good i just hope that now you know after they got a kick in the pants of realizing how fast they need to come out with stuff that they're they're on top of shit because if the people who do come back for season two you got to keep them happy mm-hmm. and make sure season three is on the way because they might literally not be here i like the non-expiring battle pass though i wish more people would uh incorporate that because there's some battle pass that i paid for and didn't complete and there goes my fucking money, I guess. Even if you took out the pay, the yeah. currency, like even if you took out like in the in the battle pass, you will not get the currency that you need to buy another battle pass. Like because every every battle pass has yeah, that like, have, like Apex, point. Apex yeah. points. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you took those out and just left me with the cosmetics that I can get, I would much prefer that than having to lose the ability of getting everything. You know? Yeah. Nah, I definitely feel that. Uh, it's a weird spot, honestly. Uh. I think there is an, a, a good amount of stuff in here that will bring some people back as long as the maps are quality and there's enough of it in the rotation that gets constantly, you know, pushed to where we're experiencing that and we got that, you know, that freshness back. Uh, King of the Hill should have been in the base game, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. You know, King of the Hill is a classic. That's a, you know, that's that's bread and butter Halo right there. Should have been in there from the beginning, but I'm glad it's here now. Uh, free-for-all mode where everybody's, you know, banded for themselves is kind of like, also a quintessential Halo experience. I don't know if y'all, you know, again, y'all in this classrooms and stuff, and y'all put hooked Halo up in the USBs and got it cracking it in some in some things. I know I've done it in the past, so think thinking back to that, you know, what I'm saying them Blood Ghost days and shit, just straight free for all. That is also a big staple of Halo gameplay and, and Halo Halo multiplayer. Um, land grab seems pretty interesting. Uh, seems like a pretty decent mode that we can get into. Uh, not not too much to say on that. Uh, some changes here and there. Odds and ends getting uh, tightened up. If they can keep the map upkeep right, this can last for a good while. I think this could last for a good while. But again, to your point, 
now for me i'm thinking about what's next to supplement this because we're gonna have content i'm ready i'm kind of getting myself hyped up to consume it and now i'm thinking okay what's the next thing that's coming and for me the next major update i think it has to be forge forge has to be done forge has to be at least ready to go and operational by this next update and i think that's got to be like maybe uh, six weeks six to eight weeks away honestly i would i if i were them i'm like yo if we can prioritize something i would prioritize forge because that's the long that's like the biggest gap in the community right now that's the yeah. biggest gap in halo and that's why people aren't taken to it at some point i saw a report like a week or two ago it was like there are more players on um the master chief collection than on halo infinite and i was like bro that's a crazy drop off that's an insane mm -hmm. drop off that doesn't make any sense so they need to have something that again that stimulates community more than more than just a regular base map because at some point the rotation is getting tiring you're going to figure out what it is but you and you need to reopen that lane and forge forge is the right way to do it and i think that needs to be the next big piece here or else they're going to be starving they're going to be starving their fans for more content you know so you're going to drop two maps at a time another game mode and stuff like that like every three months and this is the first drop we've had and it's been what since december it's been four so you would just you, keep you your game vibrant as well too because you literally have, like, that's that's evergreen that's evergreen you. content go back to how i mean i'm not gonna say you are them but like again the bungee style just go a whole community community highlight you show, show who's doing what in the community blah blah blah. Yeah. show them this map show them this game all that they made literally you know how much you know how much, it's literally right there in front of their faces you know how much content can come from just that stuff i don't even need to go into detail about forge I'm just thinking that this needs to be their next major update to supplement everything that's going on. If they can generate enough buzz around Lone Wolves and sustain it for a little bit of time, I think they need to use that momentum and ride it straight into Forge. That's that. Yeah. I think that's what has to be done. Yeah, man. Otherwise, you know what I'm saying? Halo, we gonna we gonna see you. We see you. It's all good. Uh, all right, man. I don't I don't know if you peeped it though. I don't know if you peeped it sometime this week, but uh, Jeff Grubb actually spoke a little bit on the development of Skate Four, and he was so gracious to just drop a little bit of a, a clip, actually some gameplay some from an early build of Skate 4. Now, apparently he stated that this game is looking to really home in on the fluidity of the player movement on and off the board, uh, climbing upstairs and traversing all the environments and whatnot. And this also comes alongside a lot of news and rumors around the potential of Skate 4 multiplayer, which will apparently include a heavy user-generated content slate and a collaborative park for friends to build together online. Now, this is a lot of uh, you know early news that we're getting. Of course, Skate Four is still a couple of years away that we're seeing, but from the the footage that we got here and these rumors of again like an online you know collaborative sandbox that we can build simultaneously, stuff's looking up, man. What you thinking, Win? That sounds pretty cool. Uh, I think that's a really cool feature to add. Hopefully, it, it comes out well because I know that again it's still very very early in the development process for them. Um, Hopefully this doesn't become like, hopefully like two or three years from now, we're not sitting here and talking about how they overhyped the game, but small mm. updates like that aren't terrible, especially with a franchise that's been out for so long. Like if this was like, if you were dropping things about like a new DLC for like cyberpunk or like um, any other game, like any game that came out in, in the past, like four or five years, I'd be like, well, we don't really need this right now. But something mm -hmm. like this where like people have been asking for skate and you don't really hear a lot of news for a long it, time. It's it's not a bad thing. Like this isn't mm -hmm. a, a bad example of like trying to build some hype or showing people something. It would have been worse if they would have released like a cinematic trailer uh with nothing about it. Because this when I see it, I'm like, okay, they're working on it, but it's still a long time from now. Mm -hmm. But when you see like a cinematic trailer, you don't know where they're at at all. Yeah. 
there's literally like you have no basis of what's going on. But again, I, I can look straight to this. Uh, from the build, like again, it just looks so smooth. Like the bro just did, like he just jumped off smooth front flip, did a double front flip straight to like a hall of meat breaking shit. Like it looked really, really fluid, honestly. And again, I I think that they're 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 in the they're on the right track, honestly, with the way you can climb stuff and traverse and do whatever. It looks really, really like again, just if it, it looks smooth from everything I'm yeah. seeing, and that's that needs to be the basis of everything that happens in skate smooth fluid going from you know jumping to terrain to skating on something to getting out having that level of uh you know flexibility between you know traversing the entire environment going down you know grinding on stuff on a on a city side going straight to a parking on a half pipe there needs to be that that level of smoothness between everything and i feel like that's what they're making the focus on which is really really good from what i'm seeing in this early build now in terms of the online multiplayer aspect and i know that they're focusing on this i know for a fact that they are because they they they're not stupid you know this team i know they're not stupid so they've seen the reception that they've gotten from like you know like the hall of meat and all these online modes that have kept people so preoccupied in skate 3 to this day and i feel like they're gonna really crank that up to an 11 and make that a big sticking point of this of, of this game as well just the community that is again stayed steadfast and been waiting at waiting for this type of stuff to come back making an online you know an online a forge mode basically a skate forge mode again yeah. we talk about this everything connects to everything having that forge mode like right there at the front of the game at the top of the game right for people to access online that's what's gonna make this game such a long uh, you know a long-lived uh title and experience having those i'd say those pillars of an experience especially with the online component you need to you need to have something that people constantly guessing can you master this half pipe oh friends can we build this stuff can we build this giant ass tall thing and just jump off and see who gets the most hollow meat points like it, it it seems like they're gearing up for something that's very very interactive very cooperative very collaborative and just a fun time man i miss skate so much so seeing this stuff it, it makes me really really uh hopeful that it's gonna come out fire for sure i can't wait i think it's gonna be a really good game for sure, man. No, I likewise, likewise. I literally cannot complain about that one. I'm liking what I'm seeing, and yeah, this is this is better than getting some cinematic, bro. So I'm straight. It is what it is. All right. Uh, let me let me skip forward a little bit. Ah, so uh, this week we actually got a new look at something. Uh, we got to look at a, a new action RPG coming from Acme Game Studio. Uh. It's under the PlayStation banner as well. It just dropped on their channel like in the middle of the week. Coming to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 and PC, the game Astergios, Curse of the Stars, uh, it picks up with a protagonist named Hilda, which is a young warrior from the North Wind Legion, on his trek to save her father in some ancient city. Now, it's looking really, really cool. Uh, it feels kind of God of War-esque, you know what I'm saying? Certain combos and, and levels of traversal, uh, a little bit of the look of it as well. Uh, really, really, really interesting uh, uh, game. It's set to drop this fall, so coming out of the blue, uh, really, really trying to deal, make a quick drop. H- how you feeling about it, bro? Uh, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Breath of the Wild, uh, which is mm. not a bad thing. Breath of the Wild was an amazing game. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty sick. Will I be getting it? I don't know. This is a very packed year, but happy to see that they're they're expanding their reach. Um. Nothing wrong with a little third person open world, uh, like open world experience, but I don't know. Like, mm. it looks cool, but is it is it cool enough for me to cop it? it really, I guess it really depends on like the 
the more I see of it. But I, I am interested in all like the 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 abilities and like the weapons that you can use. It doesn't look mm-hmm. like a bad game whatsoever. Like if you're into if you like Breath of the Wild or that kind of like open exploration, I think that's what this game is going for. Yeah, I'm, to me, potential wise, this could be like a Kenna style game or a Kana style game. You know what I mean? Like a uh, yeah. little bit of a sleeper, but really cool gameplay. Uh, interesting visuals. And it seems like it could be a contained campaign. It might not have to be that expansive. The the boss rush is looking like it's it's having in this game. That looks really interesting. Uh, a lot of good variety in the boss that you might fight. Uh, decent visuals. And again, it just reminds me a lot of uh, uh of the God of War sense. Like yo, you're really like you know in there with certain powers and doing your own things. She kind of looked like she got a little alloy mix uh, from from uh, Horizon yeah. and stuff. Uh, but nah, it, it looks actually like a pretty interesting title. I know. PlayStation always has these every year. They just drop in the middle of the year. Like, hey, yo, bro, we got something coming out this fall. Check that out. Extra shit. Move. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, I, I'm hoping this actually turns out. Yo, know, yeah, literally, literally, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm really hoping it turns out good, though. Honestly, like, I, I know I'm not, it's probably not going to be like you know top echelon of stuff I'm looking out for. But uh, I'd say if it's coming out and continues to prom- you know, provide promise, I'll definitely you know take a, take another look at this, man. Give it for take it for a spin and whatnot. It could even be on this could even be one of those games that is on um the playstation subscription service kind of like how yep. uh xbox game pass like this could be like it could be uh a playstation scorpio exclusive or something like that or playstation Ooh. plus essential or something 100 100 bro it definitely could and again look at the platform release it said playstation 4 playstation 5 and pc all under the banner of you know that same service that they're rolling out in june so the, i think this is i wouldn't be uh, mad at it this this is actually a really uh interesting thing. Actually, that's interesting you brought that up, man. It could be that they used kind of those like a lot of the JRPGs, the RPGs, kind of the smaller titles that they dropped throughout the middle of the year and announced for later by early fall. They all just roll up to the you know service. You know what I'm saying? They roll up to that to that tiered service. And if it's if it's hot enough, man, it it, it could it could turn some heads. Uh, if I if it's on PlayStation Plus or whatever, or if I if I can, if I get PlayStation Essentials, a hey. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not gonna. I'm, I might. I'm gonna have to check it out. I'm gonna have to check it out. Hey, that's that's fair, bro. Listen, essentials, essentials, gas are passed, bro. It's coming. Stop playing with them. That's a <laughs> oh, fact. Me and Panda have something in the works. Don't worry. Me and Panda oh, got. Shit. We got something oh, in the shit. works. Let's go, bro. Let's go. All right, man. Astergios, we see you. We see you coming this fall. You're on the lookout, kind of, but still on the lookout. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, this story here was also interesting, man. Everybody, damn. Everybody would. Kind of, kind of pissing off people today, or I'm like this weekend, people been on people's ass, bro. Brands have been getting grilled a little bit. Uh, so a lot of people in the gaming community seem to be lasering focus back on Microsoft this week, as it was reported that they are exploring options to include ads and free-to-play experiences in the future. Now, with the main objective apparently being to give devs more flexibility to include them, ads are being considered to enter the pipeline for free-to-play games moving forward. Now, I mean, thoughts on this? How are we feeling? Cause damn, I it's like it's like they they're pushing for it. Community, you know, people are pushing There's back. There's gotta but. be a good ass reason I'm seeing ads in my game. Like that's kind of how I feel about it. There's gotta be a good ass reason I'm seeing ads in my game. Um, if you give me ads in my game, and at any point in time the game is pay to win or like anything like that, I don't think that that's fair. Like if you say, hey, turn on ads and you'll get a free battle pass if you keep ads on or whatever. Sure, bro. I don't I personally because you could put an ad in a loading screen 
and it won't it literally won't matter to me um maybe even having like no because you just have a streamer mode too like you could because that's another thing too is like if you're going to be advertising and i'm a streamer you're advertising to my community as well so like even having like a streamer mode connected like that wouldn't even that wouldn't hurt maybe you could if you implement them in the game maybe you could work something out this is never going to happen but it'd be cool if like the ads in the video game counts as my ads on twitch so then like twitch doesn't have to run ads but i'm pretty sure that's not going to fucking work out like that mm-hmm. but um i think that if you give me ads in a video game but it benefits me in the long run i'm not gonna be upset about it you know what i'm saying because they're like for example let's say a game like let's say a game uh the best i can think of is like a game called war thunder it was a free-to-play like uh airplane like historic plane fighting game mm. don't ask me why i was a, i was a huge fan of it though hey. but it was like two dollars or like the paying for like the monthly subscription was really cheap but if you were to tell me like yo we're gonna give you all the benefits of the monthly subscription if we just play ads for you every so often i would do it like i wouldn't i wouldn't care or if like in fortnite if it's like yo if you if you watch ads the whole, if you don't turn off ads the whole season you watch a certain amount or whatever the fuck we will pay for your battle pass or something small mm. like that you know what i'm saying like that would be a good reason like i wouldn't care about ads but if you just throw them in there like i boot i boot up overwatch 3 that's free to play or whatever mm. and i see ads and i don't get shit from it that's shitty like that's that's shitty straight ass not wrong now my thing is i'm really harping on the the method of delivery now i know that ad revenue is probably a big plus for developers to get again their budgets you know boosted uh, there's uh, some extra stuff that they have to pay for and make sure they're actually, you know, proficient in their returns from the development process. Understand that 100%. Especially for free-to-play developers, it's it's hard for them to actually find a, you know, the easiest path to get profit and hit the green, uh, so to speak. But the the method and motor delivery is very, very important, especially for free-to-play games. If you go the route of making an ad play in between every match or, you know, doing some stuff like that where, like, an ad plays in the menu... Like a, like a 2K or something like that. Like this little thing yeah. like 2K TV pops out in the box. That's I don't think that's on. That's not on whatsoever. That's I, I think it's very invasive. I feel like that is where, uh you know, we shouldn't go in terms of putting free-to-play ads, you know, if ads in free-to-play games. That's going to piss a lot of people off. That's going to be very intrusive. That's going to disrupt whatever they're doing. Now, if you could... Uh, say kind of back it up in a sense of maybe uh, billboards or, or, or white spaces where they're not as intrusive, but they play in certain strips of a game or they're in parts of the map or, you know, they're integrated into the system where they're not intrusive, where they're, they're, they're very subtle, but still you have some uh, amount of presence there, you know, maybe, maybe strap some around the battle bus, like a little, like a Reuters, like a Reuters um, moving electronic sign. that just like, you know, drops yeah. ads every now and again and like folds that stuff making those types of inclusions i feel like isn't as intrusive it's still kind of acceptable to where the fans would be like all right cool whatever i don't really have to look at it like that it's not in front of my face so i don't have to you know uh super super focusing on the ad because it's there i'm not trying to sit there trying to load up games and grind out and grind something out and be sitting here like waiting for a 30 second ad while my joint you know starts i'm not trying to do all that you know what i mean so the goal of this if they do choose to push forward is to make it as non-intrusive as possible and find the right sweet spot in all their free-to-play game experiences because no two free free-to-play games will be the same. And just finding that right lane to, to keep them in, to keep everybody, you know, at bay and not pissed off at each other. Yeah. Because it, it's... I would hate it if, like, for example, my game loaded, but I can't... Because I have to wait for the, the ad to go. Like, you could, you could even put it in, like... You could do dumb shit with it. Like, it would be so easy. If you really wanted to, you could, like... 
throw them on like let's say the classic fortnite skin you know how like it randomizes when you don't own a skin like he's like mm. oh that motherfucker now is the dorito man or now he's mm. the mountain dew guy like you, yeah. you really you could make it in a way that it would be there i would see the ad but it wouldn't affect my game would it mm. make the game look cheesy or would it make it look whack yeah but this is your role you're putting ads in the game like you're gonna mm. make the shit look whack regardless so Facts. I might find a way to make it look find a way to make it fun or find a way to make it not intrusive because if I have to wait for an ad to finish to play the game even though I bought an SSD and made my shit load fast as fuck I promise you the game's not getting played I promise Facts. you tell them tell them again like <laughs> what are we adding ads? why are we adding ads like uh, whatever we don't money money is money I guess it, but yeah, it has man. to there has to be some kind of a payoff like you need to there needs to be a this has to be the last resort kind of thing. Yeah. Nah, I feel like for, for some free to play games it might be. So we'll definitely have to see yeah. about that. Mm-mm. Okay. All right, that's enough about that, man. Let's keep it moving. Oh man, for the last major segment of the day, we got the trailer troll, man. We got a couple stories coming for the trailer troll. Uh damn, a lot more news out of here than I thought was gonna come through this week, man. First and foremost, uh, we got some rumblings that a Streets of Rage film is looking to be produced by John Wick creator Derek Kolstad, DJ2 uh, Entertainment, and the Escape Artists, which are the studio behind John Wick, and DJ2, of course, the studios behind the Sonic movies. And the side-scrolling beat-em-up classic seems to now have some legs in the cinema department, bro. Like, what? Streets of Rage is out the cut? This is what we doing? That's not bad. Like, I like that, though. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a I, big fan of... I'm a fan of it just because like there's certain th- like there's certain games that I think would be easy to put into a into a movie. Like when people say things like, Oh, I want to see Metal Gear Solid in a movie, because I would love to see that, but I also don't want to see it because mm-hmm. that would be really difficult. But if you're telling me like Twin Dragons or like Final Fight, like the easy, like, hey, this guy stole my girlfriend, I'm gonna go beat up the city. Like that'd be mm-hmm. a cool I'd, like sure. I, it's funny. Like even like Facts. Stre- like Street Fighter. I mean, like we've seen bad Street Fighter films, but like yeah. <laughs> we've seen good ones too. We've seen good ones too. But like things with simple mm-hmm. stories, you could you should mm-hmm. easily put those bad boys in. Like, oh it's, yeah, it's a no brainer. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think this is like real simple. Where, like again, you, you again you take after some of the characters that were there, like in the in the, in the beat them up, provide some couple references here and there. But otherwise, it's pretty much free reign. It wasn't really anything that's like super solid that you have to in terms of like like you know stick to besides like maybe some of the fighting style some of the characters and, and you know enemies that you might run into uh, otherwise it's just straight hands and i feel like again the studio behind john wick y'all know hands y'all know action yeah. so i got full blessing from that dj2 it, it seems that they have a real decent grip on you know certain video game adaptations we can get into that a little bit later but i i, I kind of have a little bit more trust in dj2 from what i've been hearing again about sonic 2 uh, about some of the stuff that they got under under, under their reins and yeah, I, I'm not mad at Street Rage movie. I'm not mad at this one. Like, which is weird because I'd be mad at all. Of, I used to be mad at all of them joints, but now yeah. I'm, I'm 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 trusting a little bit more, which is not it's not comfortable right now. But trust me, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right, and a little bit more interesting uh, news. Uh, we've heard reports that Aquaman star and Lenny Kravitz bunk bed mate Jason Momoa is now set to star in greenlit Minecraft movie project. Minecraft with Napoleon sure. Dynamite director Jared Hess set to direct. There's some of movement course. now, and it seems the film will get off the blocks and in production. See what I did there? Off the blocks. I, all right, never mind. Like, when what you what you thinking, bro? <laughs> it's uh, 
sure like all right man i didn't i don't know i, I know there was a minecraft tv show but like i didn't watch it because i, I was like why and now we're making a minecraft movie sure. listen i i, I like them some, some of the jason Momoa films man like, what the fuck does he know about blocks though what does he know about <laughs> like, you know what i'm saying like i don't i don't know what's going on i don't know what's going on big dog i what are they even gonna talk about they just gonna go to fight the ender dragon nigga this is what we're gonna do this is it bro i don't i don't know like that's the biggest thing is like i don't know i don't know where this could like this is this could go in many different ways this could be like very obscure very miss or this could go like lego movie or something like that where it's like unexpectedly heat yeah this is a weird timeline because i don't know why they would make a minecraft movie but hey microsoft's gonna microsoft facts they gonna throw some money at whatever so it is what it is mm-hmm. man but jason momoa I, I i'm confused as shit whatever we're just gonna we're just gonna <laughs> i don't know about that one man so uh this next story uh according to variety the it takes two movie project has picked up some steam as amazon has uh is now gearing it up for priority development alongside dj2 entertainment of course but now Dwayne the rock johnson and his seven bucks production studio uh, are they're being brought in to help produce the film so you know there's there's that side and now with rumors swirling around that the rock could even play a role in the film we seem to be really getting on that fast track for joseph ferris to claim that oscar fingers crossed maybe mm-hmm. fingers crossed <laughs> so uh, i mean what's what's going on with it man i mean uh so uh what's it called uh what's it called seven bucks productions they've done red notice on netflix they've done jungle cruise they've done jumanji they've done a couple of films so far uh i've seen what two out of three of these i haven't seen jungle cruise yet but i mean two out of three they're actually pretty decent uh, i i i i will not blame them for that movie like they, they're pretty straight yeah. uh but coming in to do this and dj2 uh so far has has done a really good job with the sonic franchise and they've, they've, they've been slated to do some more projects that are coming on uh i believe what is it uh it was a hotline miami or something like that i think they're they're also slated to make a project about that but how, how do you feel oh, about cool. uh yeah how, how do you feel about seven bucks coming in to do and help dj2 out with the it takes two i think it takes two is such a good story that it kind of writes itself you don't really even need to do a lot with it um mm. honestly you could just like take the cutscenes, use them as like a storyboard and shoot the thing like i don't think it's gonna be hard at all yeah. uh i think this movie's gonna be good because i just really don't see that if it was a movie, I really don't see how they could fuck that up because it's just literally it literally plays itself. It's all, the game is a, is a movie in and of itself. So all you need to do is cut out the filler, cut out the extra stuff, keep the heart of it in there. But like, it's it's such that project was so good that there's just no way you can fuck it up. Like I just I it's it was perfect. It was perfect for what it was. It's exactly what what it needed to be. Um, there's really no way they could fuck this up. It's kind of a lob. And the story is so good. I could see that shit winning an Oscar because it, it's a good, everything about it is good. Mm-hmm. Um, even when you remove the gameplay, like it's just all around a good good story, good plot, good everything. It really just Thanks. depends on who you hire to do it, uh, who, who you hired to act. Um, but again, if Dwayne The Rock Johnson, yeah, that motherfucker, he's a great actor. Yeah, he's gonna, like, I just can't see this being a, I can't see any of this being a bad thing, you know? Facts. I, I will say though, if I see this nigga, in a jungle with a sweaty tan or dark beige shirt, 
I'm going to really be pissed off because how the hell did y'all manage to get him in there again with the same shit? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But otherwise, it's going to be a good time. If you cast him in the movie, cool. You're going to rock bottom some random, you know what I'm saying, some random pencils and musical instruments on the way to find love. That's cool. It is what it is. Uh, but no, seriously, though, seriously, though, like uh, from what I've seen so far, Seven Bucks actually has gotten better. They, they've really improved as a studio. I mean, from the earlier project, from what I've seen, I mean, I'm a big ass wrestling fan, so I'll naturally follow whatever The Rock's doing because he's one of our favorite wrestlers and shit. So I, I, I kind of keep tabs on the, the projects and how they've progressed. And they've gotten better, man, from Red Note. Red Note is actually a pretty decent movie. Like, Red, Red Note is like solid. It's not like no Oscar winning movie, but really fun, entertaining. And I think that's what It Takes Two needs to be. Just fun, entertaining, a wholesome story. And they have all the elements. They have literally the recipe right there. There's not much to really adapt and convert, you know, and do too much yeah. to. Uh, it's really just right there and finding the people who can fit into those uh, in, into those requirements, kind of like, you know, uh, round pegs for round holes, basically, and just kind of just fitting into that spot and who can mesh well with the story and what uh, Joseph Ferris and his team is set have set up already. So, I mean, I... I out of the next crop of video game projects, my highest hope probably is in this one. I, I would yeah. definitely say that. Uh, for for I, being an actual successful good movie, not not in terms of commercial success, but just a quality movie, I would say this one. Yeah, same. I completely mm-hmm. agree with you. I can't I can't see this being bad. Yeah, one hundred percent. All right, and that brings us to the last story of the trailer trove, man. <sighs> well, we finally got some new information and a new trailer. For the upcoming film, Thor, Love, and Thunder. Now getting some views on the new look God of Thunder, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Peaks of Zeus and the Olympian Pantheon, Mighty Thor, Jane Foster, and more. Thor, Love, and Thunder is now coming July of this year. So, I mean, we got a, we got a lot of different looks, so different views. The trailer actually looks pretty beautiful. But what's going on, man? What are you thinking? What do you think it went? Um, I watched it, and I kind of was, like, trying to find a reason to go watch it. But like outside of just being a Marvel fan, I couldn't really see a reason to go watch it. Like, I don't know. I just wasn't wowed. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So they kept like the lightheartedness of like Ragnarok when you see him like doing the chains and stuff and like working out and doing all that stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. This is like this is cool. But I'm not going to the. Th- I I don't want to go to the theaters for this. You know, I don't know what it's for. He's like, I want to see what it's like being bigger than a hero. And I was like, I. Yeah, like I don't really like I don't really care. The the hammer was cool, but I it's I understand that they gotta set things up for the next set of Marvel movies and whatnot, but I really just kind of been burnt out on Marvel with all the shows that come out, with all the extra things that are coming out. I saw this and I was just eh, you know, and again, like the Guardians of the Galaxy were in it, and then I was like Man, I don't remember the last time I was really, really fucking with Guardians of the Galaxy like that. Like, after the first movie, I thought it was like, oh, this is the best Marvel franchise we have right now. But mm-hmm. after the second movie, I was like, oh, I'm really cool. You know what? You know, Marvel, I like Guardians of the Galaxy, the game. Like, I love the game. But now I play like the, mm-hmm. the actual, I watch the, I see them in a movie and I'm like, the ones in the, I like the characters in the game better, which is wild because yeah. it used to be the opposite. <laughs> like, that's crazy. It's, it's a lot, bro. It's a lot. All right. <laughs> just to give my two cents on this i'm in a weird spot because i'm like close to being excited for this movie but it's like okay it's it's missing it's missing some things and of course it's a teaser trailer it's course it's there's there's some things there that that they're gonna purposefully exclude so i think that it's 
it's just a sense that they're really trying to take their time with this and not reveal so much of it. But I feel that this movie is going to drop a lot of stuff. Again, we already know about uh, Gore the God Butcher. And when he's in this movie, I feel like that's when stuff's going to turn like quickly. That's when everything's going to change like a tonally. It's going to change like 180. I think we'll have some of that actual, uh, again, the levity that we had in a lot of Thor Ragnarok and a lot of the Guardians movies and where it's mixed up. But apparently from the trailer, it looks like at some point they split off and like he goes to do his own thing and he's rolling up with Korg. You know what I mean? And in there and they're finding they're stumbling upon motherfuckers that died and stuff like that. And if you're tapping into the comics and what people have been sharing online and social media, you see a sums afoot. And I feel like that's where we might we might see an actual uh, we hit a corner in the, in the story. So for now, I'm kind of reserving judgment. I'm not saying too much, but off the rip, I'd say I'm kind of moderately looking out for it. When I see it in theaters, it's like a toss up at this point. It did not get me out of my seat as fast as um what's it called uh Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I, I'd say right now I'm kind of waiting in the wings just to see if there's anything else we might glean from the trailers or. Uh, I'm just wondering where they would go next again. And I'm not sure where this, where this is in the timeline. Uh, if it's after multiverse of madness, maybe that might explain how we're getting certain, you know, iterations of like, you know, like mighty, mighty Jane Foster, you know what I'm saying? Like Jane Foster, Thor, uh, you know, how we're getting other people kind of pop up. I'm not sure where this fits in the context of the MCU just yet. Uh, but I mean, so far I'd say moderately excited you know moderately kind of looking out for it but it wasn't you know to the level that other movies have gotten me up out of my seat recently or other projects have gotten me up out of my seat recently you know what i mean yeah like i saw the spider-man teaser and i was like all right i'm gonna go watch it didn't mm-hmm. watch any other trailers um literally avoided all the other trailers because i was like i'm gonna watch it. it's gonna be good um same thing with a lot of movies multiverse of madness was similar i'm a huge doctor strange fan though but like if i'm gonna keep it a stack with you if i wasn't a fan of doctor strange I wouldn't have been hyped for that movie either because again mm. when you go from like here and now we're just trying to build back up like this is just a downslope. i'm gonna keep it a stack if it's i was up here and now i just kind of i'd rather watch youtube videos real quick than sit two hours in a movie that i might not like mm. um i'd rather like skip if i if i don't like this if i don't think the thor, the thor movie is good i'd rather not go to the movies and watch it watch it on disney plus or watch it somewhere else um and then later watch the the next big movies in the theater but with this one i will watch another trailer because it's interesting enough for me to give it the second trailer try but if i mm-hmm. don't if it's not if it doesn't hit on that extra on that the whole you know the big trailer where they explain everything to you it might be a pass mm-hmm. for me dog like it would yeah. be the first movie i passed up on mm-hmm. yeah no i feel that i feel that also for me, I don't know why. Uh, this is I. I don't want to sound like no damn snob or anything like that. But I'm also trying to look towards what else are they gonna set up in terms of the next you know few parts of it. If they're only bringing in Gore the God Butcher for him to only be in one film, and then Thor just kills him in one film, that's gonna piss me off because I want Gore to be kind of a consistent thing. You know what I'm saying? Like he's got he's got the Necrosword. He's got got some you know what I'm saying some joint with him, or maybe he doesn't. I don't know what they're gonna do in the MCU to kind of make him him. But uh, I would want to see also what type of continuities and what type of you know again arcs they might set up going for the for the future moving forward thinking about okay you know if, if they're going to see zeus and the olympian gods and stuff like that are, are we going to get a hercules is a hercules actually going to pull up pull up in this or is it just going to be like, well, kind of like a one-stop tease and then oh yeah that's it that wasn't there i i, I just kind of want something substantial that comes from the lore that surrounds you know the places that thor is going to jump to next i don't want a, a, a kind of like a one-shot where 
you know, he kind of does all this stuff and then none of it really matters as he goes to the next thing. You know what I mean? And yeah. it kind of closes off. I, I kind of want uh, more of an extension of that, of, of maybe the ramifications of the people he runs into and seeing how that connects to the rest of the MCU because the phase is really, it's, it, we're heading into really unknown territory. After Multiverse of Madness, again, we're getting, what, we're getting uh, a Black Panther 2, which is, again, very up in the air. We don't know how that's going to be. Uh, we're getting all these new shows. The next Captain America at some point is coming. Like, uh, there's so much different stuff that we're we're kind of in an unknown zone with Marvel. And it's like I don't want to be just kind of trucking along with nothing to you know with nothing really in sight necessarily. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's where I really hope uh, Multiverse of Madness kind of again re-sticks everything and kind of resets the box, which I which I think it will uh, in a, in a certain extent. But I also want Thor to push push it a little bit more on. You know what I mean? uh yeah that that's that's me but right now i would say i'm like i'm like five out of ten excited like five out of ten not not too not too much not too little i'm somewhere in the middle of where you know if if it's if it's more interesting if i get another good look at it i'll probably go see it first day but if not i'm not tripping over it i i feel the same way like i'm definitely not i'm definitely not going into my settings and muting the words thor from my timeline oh yeah i don't even like i don't even care that much it's nah it's cool thor just isn't really my favorite character i don't think thor i mean i don't not gonna i'm not gonna slander thor because there might be thor fans i'm not a huge thor fan so like again it's not it's nothing crazy but as even as a doctor strange fan like i just feel when i saw multiverse of madness i'm like oh this could be pretty sick but i like if, if i wasn't a doctor strange fan i would i probably wouldn't have watched that one either it's just it, at this point now it's starting to become a la carte because there's so much marvel to me personally there's so much marvel stuff out that I could like not watch Thor and still, if I'm mm-hmm. a fan of Captain America, I got Captain oh, America, yeah. I got uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like if I want to see uh, Wanda, like there's well, there's so many things and there's so many more shows coming out. There's mm-hmm. so much, there's so much Marvel out right now that even if you miss a movie or two, you will be fine because oh, yeah, no, there's you, you you will be fed with content. And that's mm-hmm. kind of why when I see this trailer, I'm not super excited because it's not like back in the day where we were trying to get to Endgame, or like we wanted to know what happened at Endgame. Now we're kind of just like, we'll see what happens when it happens. Yeah, we're waiting in the wings for the next, I guess, true setup because everything's been really ethereal right now. Nothing's been solidified as, hey, listen, this person's going to be the next big bad. Your ass is next. You know what I'm saying? There, yeah. there isn't anything. There's no solid, you know, plan that we see on the screen yet. So it's kind of like yeah. we're anxious for everything. You know what I mean? What's going to be the next big step? I'm I'm banking on a, a little bit for it to be multiverse madness, but we could be wrong. It could be shorter. I, that would suck if it just kind of closed off to be nothing, which I yeah. highly doubt. I highly doubt it is. But uh, we got to We got to see, man. We got we got to see. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. We going we gonna keep uh, you know, what I'm saying eye out since he got both his eyes back. You know, what I'm saying? I was gonna give make an eye patch joke, but he got both his eyes back and shit. So never mind. <laughs> thanks 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 for ruining that Marvel. Gosh. <laughs> But yeah, uh, with that being said, that's all the uh, the notes I had uh, for the show today. Uh, real quick, just about uh, Tiny Tina's man. I know we played some yesterday. Just talk like for like a couple minutes about that. Um, it's fun, bro. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's like aimlessly fun, like quintessentially Borderlands, but also super tactical. A lot of thought behind it. Fun. Yeah. Um, me, me, Trip, and Charles have been playing it uh for a bit now we played a sunday this thursday um and we're probably gonna end up playing it again at some point really really good game we literally like before we even started the podcast we were talking about it it's just like 
I think it's just the right amount of Borderlands, personally. I think it's exactly what we needed um, after Borderlands 3 to, to show us, like, hey, we we are still working on this. Like, we're, we're getting better, I promise. It's, it's a really good game if you haven't played Tiny Tina's. Again, we're not even sponsored either. Like, they did not send this us free copies. Sponsored. If they Facts. still want to sponsor us, we would love that. But Facts. Hit me up in your box. Stop playing with me. Facts. Like, um, we are having a lot of fun with Tiny Tina's just because of the gameplay is really fun. I love the random encounters. There's just so many things that make this game fun and, like, consistently fun. We're just... It, just and the jokes are better. Everything is just really... Kudos. Because I can't, I can't praise it enough because I've been... I was saddened when i played three three wasn't my favorite borderlands game but this is the step in the right direction mm -hmm. no 100 like there's so much quality changes bro especially first and foremost we gotta say it like the class system is probably one of the nuts. like the, the the ability to mix and match and creating so much more decision making with that stuff and i know you have like okay you had a couple different options in one thing but now that you can merge classes it makes so many different status effects and things happen. Like for me personally, I was like, yo, since I'm already starting on a lot of crit damage, I'm just going to max out all these crit damage builds and see if I can see what I can do. And that's informed my decision making to make, you know, certain things happen. But then there's so many cool things I can do. Like I, I have the, I have a dead ass Thor's hammer. You know, you just like, you know, kind of like calling Thor MIDI on the trailer. You know what I'm saying? I threw, I've been throwing Thor's hammer like crazy and recalling it. But also at the same time, I've been scoring critical hits on everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's such a dope mix, and there's so many mix and you know mix and match and different combinations you can get into. I'm gonna be lost at it trying to find all these different combinations. I love the overworld aspect of it. Honestly, it makes everything seem so much more achievable than having one giant ass map that you have to drive here for ten minutes and then drive there for thirty minutes and then drive yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? Like it makes everything so much more faster, and also it just feels a little bit fresh where it's broken up. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah. we, we did this mission literally before we got off on, on Thursday. We were just like, oh, yeah, we'll hop into this cave real quick, do this thing, you know what I'm saying, drop off a couple encounters here, there, and there, walk back right here. She's like, again, a good 40 seconds away, claim it, and then you're done. Like, it yeah. seems quick, and there's enough volume in missions to actually be engaged and, you know, really get lost in the world still. I, I like it. Uh, the plot so far has actually been pretty decent. The characters have been really decent. Um, Torg is in there, so you already know he's goaded. Uh, my man blew up the ocean. You know what I'm saying? I he he's the goat. Uh, so far so good, man. I literally have zero zero major complaints. Maybe a couple glitches here and there. It's like you yeah. know, the, the weird the no shooting one for yesterday. Yeah, like I had a I had a glitch where I was literally bullets were not going coming out of my gun, and I was just like, this is this is whack. And like the moments like that were really rough because I remember before even the newest update. I had a glitch where I couldn't see my quests. Like I couldn't yeah, even like I literally yeah. just had to scroll through the buttons and hope that this is the main quest or whatever. Um, but they fixed that. But now sometimes my guns don't shoot bullets, which is also an issue. And I don't even know if that's like a, a like a regular game issue or like because I was playing multiplayer. Um, mm. There's still some polishing that needs to be done, but they're giving the game a lot of love because it it just got patched yesterday, um, and I'm, they're continuously making more content because I believe the first DLC is close to being out or if, or no, it's, it's out. out. It's out. Yeah. This, First DLC is already out for the game. Like there's there's a lot of content in this game. So if you haven't, mm -hmm. I truly recommend Tiny Tina's. Bro, it's crazy. They make it. They making me. They make me a, a a Borderlands fiend again. They're making me a Wonderlands fiend. I I literally like I shit you not. When I take like a five minute or like a ten minute break, I'll run and do like a dungeon real fast and like come out like like that's the, what I wanted from Borderlands Three. I wanted to consistently play the game, and this is giving me Diablo feels of like. 
Mm -hmm. I'm super down to going into this game and grinding out like slaughterhouses and grinding stuff out just to get things because it's a fun game to play and it's easy to get things done. No, 100%. 100%. And the entire game just makes it that much smoother and I'm having a blast with it. I can't even front with you. I can't wait to, I can't wait for us to play again. Honestly, I, I'm, no, I'm again, sure. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about doing side missions by myself and just souping on my character and getting there. So when I come back and we, we just straight, we just go in there and knock some heads, bro. Go like, for it. We could, we could even set up if we need to, we could set up like a level cap. Mm-hmm. No, nah, for real, for real. I'm, I'm down to up the difficulty. Honestly, I'm like, if we can, bro, we we rolled into that one area. We was like three levels above below, and well. we was, we, yeah, we yeah. was, we was getting it done. It was taking us forever. We were getting it yeah, done. It was. It definitely was. <laughs> it though. Was yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Not to mention, yeah, nah, I'm not gonna lie to you there. <laughs> it's true, but yeah, man, that's all we have for the show today, man. Any any closer remarks went easy. Um, make sure you pre-order them games, yo, because uh, June's looking crazy uh september's looking crazy it's gonna be a crazy year so make sure you save up your money uh stay hydrated stay safe and you know enjoy what you have facts uh hey my closing remarks would definitely have to be uh watch moon Knight if you haven't you know what i'm saying bootleg it if you need to allegedly 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 uh make sure you drink your water tell your people you love me you know what i'm saying do what you got to do to live your life and have a good ass day. Have a good ass weekend. There's so much good stuff going on. Please pray for me because Arsenal play Manchester United and I might cry and have a nervous breakdown at 7.30 a.m. tomorrow morning. Life is going to possibly hurt if we do not win that game. So, you know what I'm saying? I need your energy. I need your energy. Come on. Come on. Come on. I need it. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise... <laughs> Uh, make sure you follow all the social channels. First and foremost, this channel that you're watching live right now, if you are watching live recording, Wotaku channel, W-O-T-A-K-U channel on YouTube. When Easy just dropped a fire-ass video talking about Gundam Evolution, so make sure y'all check that out. Check out his YouTube channel. Check out all socials at When Easy at Wotaku channel, uh, at No Cooldown Pod, at That Man Trip on all social channels and on YouTube. Make sure you go lock in with all of us, man. Lock in with growth as well. Lock, lock in with, what is it? What are, what are we? Uh, all for growth? All for growth on, on Twitter? Uh, let me double check. I believe it is yeah. all for growth. I believe we are all for growth. At, yeah, at, on Twitter. at all for growth. Yes, at all for growth on Twitter as well. Check out the crew. We're doing big things. We got a lot of stuff coming in the next couple of weeks, man. Y'all get locked in with all of us. And with that being said, episode 19 is done. No cool down. Is gone.